Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 45, how to embed live streaming video on a podcast website. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Audacity to Podcast. This is the podcast, a how-to podcast about podcasting and using Audacity, where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I'm your host, Daniel J. Lewis, also known as The Ramen Noodle on Twitter. And check out my Clean Comedy Podcast over at cleancomedypodcast.com and more as part of the Noodle Mix Network over at noodle.mx, which is getting a facelift very, very, very soon. Speaking of facelifts, I'm happy to say that finally, all of my podcast websites are split back into their separate sites instead of being under just one WordPress and just categories in that WordPress Each podcast now has its own website, its own design, its own buttons and widgets and all of that on their separate sites and separate domains, which is great for search engine optimization. It's great for the listener so that when you go to that site, that's all that you see. And it's very easy for you to subscribe to the podcast that you're most interested in because that's all that that site is about. And this will make it much easier, actually to cross-promote because the sites can link to each other and I can set it up a little bit better to see which sites are more effectively linking to each other. And I'm just really excited about the uh, the potential now of having it. And you'll notice that's a similar layout between all four sites. So check it out at theaudacitytopodcast.com. You're familiar with that one. Cleancomedypodcast.com is the new home of The Ramen Noodle. I was really happy to grab cleancomedypodcast.com, areyoujustwatching.com, that site, that podcast is back to its own site now too, and christianmeetsworld.com. All four of those have their own sites, their own themes, and yet they're built using the same basic template that I started with the audacitypodcast.com because I built it with the other podcasts in mind. And I'm excited to have all of those split out again. And also now the the ability to um, redesign the Noodle Mix Network website, which should be, like I said, very, very soon that that new design will be launching and it will load much faster. It will look a lot nicer and it will help promote each of the shows better as well. Now, this has been a series on podcasting, but I'm talking about how to live stream your podcast. And that is that when you record your podcast sessions, that you could either do it in the dark privacy of your own home and not have to worry about anyone watching you, but then you're kind of all alone. You don't get much interactivity, or you could do this in front of a live audience on the web by live streaming your podcast recording session. And like we've said before, some people call this live podcasting, which isn't technically accurate, but it does kind of get the point across. What we're talking about is live streaming your podcast recording session onto the internet. This doesn't mean that it's going to always be the total production quality 
that your listeners have come to know if they download your episodes. But this can be something that's special for those who want to set aside time to watch and listen to your podcast while you're doing it live, and you get some interaction too with the chat room. Now, I've been doing this series that the first episode was episode 42 over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 42. And that episode was talking about why you should podcast live or live stream your podcast recording session. I gave you five reasons and four cautions. If you go to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 43, you'll hear ways that you could live stream yourself while podcasting, almost regardless of what kind of equipment you have set up, just assuming that you have a computer and some kind of microphone, hopefully. And then in last week's episode, number 44, go to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 44, I talked about how to live stream and record a podcast with others. And this that one was much more complicated in explaining how to connect all of these things together and arranging the spaghetti of wires and cables and connections and software. And so I, like I promised in that last episode that partway through, I said, this is just not working as I'm communicating this through audio. So go to the show notes and I recommend this now go to those show notes, the audacity podcast.com slash 44. And you'll see some nice little illustrations there that show you how these things connect together. And that was made with a website called Lucid Chart. Go to noodle.mx slash Lucid Chart. It's not an affiliate link, but it is a referral link. So I get little points and some kind of non-financial bonuses if you sign up through that. But it works really well for making flow charts or, in my case, illustrations. I could have loaded Illustrator up and used that, but Flowchart was much quicker and easier to do. And uh, I just needed something really quick, simple, and stuff to be able to connect to each other that it would have been a little bit more difficult in Illustrator, even though I have Illustrator and could have done that. So check that out. This has been a series then about live streaming while you're podcasting. So now that we have hopefully your equipment set up, how you're going to do it, whether it be just by yourself or with others, you've figured that out. It's all going into your computer. Now what? After it goes into your computer, we'll assume you're also recording it some way in your computer, or you have an external recorder recording this stuff before it goes into your computer. So how do you get that from your computer to the web? That's what we'll talk about in this episode. Now, first, I want to play a voicemail that we got from Buddy, and we're going to answer one of Buddy's questions in this episode. Hey, Daniel, this is Buddy from AnythingGoesPodcast.com. I'm calling in reference to the Audacity to Podcast. I noticed in some of your shows you refer to people in your chat room making comments and things like that, being really interactive. I am interested in doing that as well, but I don't really know where to start. So even though this isn't really uh, Audacity-based, it is podcast-based, so I'm hoping you could help me out. Two quick questions. The first one is, how do you make your podcast live so people can participate during the recording? And two, how do you get a chat room set up? And do you recommend any uh, specific vendors or um, applications to do those things? Thanks for all your help. Love the show. That's it. Thanks. Bye. 
Thank you very much for calling, buddy, and I appreciate that. And we will answer one of those questions today, and that is, how do you take this stuff live? We'll talk about a chat room in probably the next episode of the Audacity to Podcast, depending on the feedback from this episode. And it does very much depend on the feedback from this episode because, well, you'll find out in a minute because I need content from you guys and I need your opinions. It's so Californian to say you guys. I need your opinions on some of the things that I'm going to share and your experience with many of these different things that in some cases I have not been able to test. So we'll talk about putting live chat rooms into your site later and ways that you can do that and stuff that you should do on a live page. But let's assume now that you're sending all of this stuff into your computer and you're recording it, you're ready to go and push it live onto the internet. Well, to do that, you can't just put it on your website and you have to use something between you and the website in order to live stream your podcast. There are some advanced web hosts that offer packages and such that they say that you can then stream live video through it, but that's only the very advanced web hosts also offer that as an additional service. Most web hosts, no matter what you read in their features, even if it says something about live streaming or streaming video, they're talking about something other than live streaming because streaming video or streaming audio is different from live streaming video and audio. Streaming video and audio is simply where you click play and it starts playing right away. It doesn't have to download everything right away. You see this all the time on podcasts with media or on websites with podcast episodes or websites with almost any kind of media. You press play and it starts playing right away. It's downloading the stuff while it's playing, or it's streaming the information while it's playing. But it could be something that's pre-recorded. So that's why what we're talking about doing is live streaming, where when someone presses play, they jump in wherever you are. It's just like a TV show that's uh, on live TV, which I don't get live TV, by the way both in the philosophical sense and in the actual sense. But I, I don't like paying to be advertised at, so I'd watch all of my stuff on demand later. But on live TV, you turn on the TV, switch to a channel, and you are seeing your TV show wherever it is that you jumped in because it's streaming live. Well, it's streaming at that moment. Again, it's pre-recorded in their case. But what we want to do is live stream so that when you say something in your podcast while you're recording it and you're live streaming to the internet, people who are watching live will hear it just a few seconds after you say it. There's always some kind of delay there, and there is with radio as well. But on the internet, there's a technical delay because it has to be encoded, sent around all over the place and all of that. So there is some kind of delay. Sometimes it's just a few seconds. Sometimes it's as much as half a minute to a minute, depending on your bandwidth, your internet connection, the internet connection of your listeners, and so on. So you need a site, a service to put on your website that you can use this service so that when people visit your site, they will see and hear your live streaming recording session or live participation, live chat, interaction, whatever it is that you're doing within your podcast. 
the way that you do this is first, I highly recommend you get your own website for this and have a live page. Make it whatever your podcast name is, .com slash live. That's what I recommend the most. I've seen other things like watch or broadcast or chat or different things. I really recommend it just be slash live. It's easy to remember. It's universally understood. And there are so many other podcasts that do it that way as well. So it would be easy for people to realize that for you as well. So you have your live page. And the reason I suggest you have it on your own site, and I'll explain what your live page should have and how to make that part in a later episode. But the essentials are that the reason you want your own live page is in case, well, there are several reasons, in case your service moves or changes. Maybe you're using Ustream and you decide to switch to Livestream. Well, all of your people, if you gave them the Ustream link, they go to Ustream.tv and see your live streaming stuff there. But then when you switch services, they're not going to know that if they're visiting your Ustream page. Or the same thing if they're somewhere else and you switch to Ustream. So if you switch your services, you'll lose visitors and listeners and viewers. But if you are using your own live page, you can just change the code on that page and still tell people, visit mypodcast.com slash live to watch live. And that's where they will always go. They can bookmark it. They can always go there. No matter where your website is hosted, no matter what service you're using, you can always go there. Also, having your own live page allows you to brand it to your own way. Many of these other services offer the option to brand your live page, like Ustream lets you upload your own background image or colors, schemes, and all of that, but it's still their page, and it can't be totally branded to you. Maybe you want to move the chat room to the left of the video instead of to the right of the video. You can't do that. Maybe you don't want Ustream's uh, banner ads on the sidebar or in the header of the site. You can't change that unless you pay a lot, that is. Maybe you don't want it to say Ustream all over the page. Maybe you don't want to be on Ustream.tv. Well, the only option you can use to get your own unique branding is if you have your own live page. So you can change your technology without worrying about losing viewers. You can have your own branding to your content. And number three, you can customize things however you want and mix things. The reason I separate this as a third reason instead of mixed with one of the other two reasons is that if you go to, at the time of this recording that is, if you go to noodle.mx slash live, you might see that I'm using a Ustream video player, but a Chatango chat room. Two totally different services. Now Ustream offers chat. Chatango doesn't offer video, but other sites offer video and chat. Other sites offer just chat. Other sites offer just video. I've chosen this combination for now because it's what I like the most. So I can move these things around however I want to, and I can customize my live page, especially depending on what kind of WordPress template you're using. You can have it 
build a completely different layout for your live page so that instead of having all of your regular sidebar banners and affiliate links and all of this category and stuff, you could remove all of that, have it be just your live video and just the live chat and maybe some information underneath or the schedule of your live shows or all of that on that live page. So you can communicate the information and customize what they see so much better on just a live page. There are more reasons why you should have a live page of your own, but I'll get into those and how to make those in a later episode. How's that for a teaser? But right now, we'll get into how do you put live video or audio on your live page. You first need a service, whether it be a video service or an audio service. There are bunch of options out there. And I would love to hear from you if there are some options that I didn't include on this list that you think should be included. And then I'll update the show notes to actually include them. But here are a few different services for how you can live stream video on the internet. And all of these are free. So we're looking at just free options for now. Many of these offer paid add-ons or upgrades but they are all free to some degree. The most popular place is Ustream.tv, but it's, it has some now kind of obtrusive ads. Uh, people are getting more and more annoyed by how the ads are working, but it is the most popular and they've stood the test of extreme traffic many times before. And if your website, your I'll put it this way. Your website may go down before Ustream goes down most of the time. Extremely popular service, very well uh, liked and used by many. I don't really like their chat room, though, because their chat room requires you to log in to Ustream in order to be in the chat room. Uh, They may have changed that since then, and they probably have, but... I just didn't like their chat room anyway to begin with. But you could still embed their chat room if you want. Number two, Justin.tv. By the way, these are in no particular order necessarily. Justin.tv was invented by the guy that wanted to uh, live stream his entire life and walked around with this camera on his head and uh, was live streaming everything that happened. Now, Justin.tv has had some uh, bad stuff happen on it before. But it is a good solution now for live video because they've invented much of this technology that they were using in order for Justin to live stream his life like this. The ads on Justin TV aren't as obtrusive as they are for Ustream. Some people have said that they've seen Ustream actually break a live broadcast with an ad and then come back to the live broadcast so you've missed content by listening live or watching live. I haven't been able to confirm that myself, but I can understand if they interrupt a uh, pre-recorded video and pause it, play an ad, and then come back to it. I, I can understand that, and that's not too bad for a free service. I don't like it, but it's not unbearable. Justin.tv, however, supposedly does not have these kinds of obtrusive ads, but... I found the low-quality sound to be unbearable with Justin.tv. Now, you could consider that maybe you're going to compromise by the fact that you're not focusing on live streaming your podcast, but you're just focusing on 
having something out there and so the lower quality is acceptable. I think the quality of the sound is too low to use. Now you can adjust the quality of the video and that works out fine, but the quality of the audio, you have no control over it. I just didn't really like that. Now many of these options I'm going to mention to you, actually I might say almost all of them, do offer the ability to use Flash Media Live Encoder, which is a program, a free program you can download from adobe.com and it allows you to stream your media out to a server like Ustream.tv or Justin.tv or many of these other places I'll mention. And Adobe Flash Media Live Encoder or FMLE gives you a lot more control over the quality of video and audio that you're sending and how you're sending it and all of the stuff that it can do for you. It's it's really powerful software and it's free and it's a way that you can stream this stuff out to these services and control it. I had the idea that, well, if I can't adjust the audio quality on Justin.tv's browser console, then maybe I could adjust it with Flash Media Live Encoder. However, I can't. Be, well, I can, but Flash Media Live Encoder on OS X does not recognize my USB audio interface at all. It And I've seen that reported by many others in the forum. So your results may vary there. It may recognize your USB headset or USB microphone or interface, and it may not. And since I do not want to go into my computer through an analog port, I just considered that FL, FMLE is not an option for me. And therefore, because I can't increase the audio quality sent to justin.tv justin.tv is not a an option that i would consider number three livestream.com this used to be known as mogulus but now it's called livestream.com which makes a whole lot more sense good for them on getting that domain livestream uh, is very similar to these other services and very similar to ustream i would say they're direct competitors with each other livestream and ustream Livestream has a few nicer features that Ustream doesn't have and some great cool ways that you can bring in other people live into the video part of it and uh, blend their video if they're off-site or even potentially on-site. And Livestream, just like Ustream, offers a downloadable program, proprietary downloadable program that you can use instead of running the program through Uh, your browser. So if your browser can tend to crash or you just don't trust your browser, then you can run a separate program to run these things. And Livestream's downloadable program has a ton of options to it. It's really powerful. And I'm actually thinking of switching to Livestream.com for my live video because their console is so much more powerful and I'm liking certain other things. Now I can't... uh, speak exactly to how they do with ads as opposed to Ustream, I know that when you start a live stream with Livestream.com, you will get a pre-roll ad. And lately it's been a Best Buy ad, which is kind of cute until you see it a dozen times, like I saw it a dozen times today while I was testing things. But Livestream also does, at least the last time I've watched a stream done with free version of Livestream, Remember, we're talking about free versions of all of these tools. 
the last time I've seen it, they did have lower third ads where it slides up and there's a little ad there and it slides back down. I I can't verify that for certain that they still do that, but they do have these pre-roll ads. However, I don't think they interrupt your broadcast like some people are saying that Ustream.tv is starting to do. What's unique about Livestream.com is that they offer a different kind of embeddable code. And we'll talk a bit in a moment about uh, the embeddable code and what you can do with that and how you can use it. But Livestream uses a different kind of code from most other people. And what they claim the code is for is to be mobile friendly. Now, it's not something that they do yet, but it's something that they will do soon that they're working on. And if they could beat Ustream to this, that would be awesome. See, for mobile devices, like especially iPhones, but also Android phones, it's best if you can avoid using Flash. Now, iOS devices like iPhones, iPads, iPod Touches do not support Flash video at all unless you do a lot of hacking on the phone. But basically, we'll assume it doesn't support Flash. Android phones, newer Android phones, do support Flash, including live Flash video, but it can slow down the phone and it can create stability issues. But I haven't encountered that on my own It's worked every time for me, but it is just an extra thing running on the phone. So the best way to be mobile-friendly, though, is not to use Flash. That's pretty much unavoidable with most of these services out there. However, Livestream is offering this other kind of embed code that if you use it, when they finish developing their mobile-friendly platform, you won't have to change anything about your site. The code, the way you would recognize this, and probably other people who use a similar style code are probably also working toward that mobile friendliness, is if you see the code starts with iframe instead of starting with object or embed. That's in the actual code part. They'll call it the embed, but if it starts with object or embed, it's using flash. If it starts with iframe, then it's... Uh, I'll go ahead and explain, explain this. It loads another website and another website's script and code and all of this into this little frame or an iframe, not made by Apple, by the way. And then it can run this stuff and figure out what you need for the browser that you're on. Instead of just feeding Flash to everyone, it could determine, do you need Flash or do you need not Flash? And so an iframe is a much more intelligent way of embedding stuff. And Livestream.com is unique in that they offer this. A couple of the other services might offer this, but Livestream is the most prominent one to offer this feature. Ustream is shortly behind on that. So check out Livestream.com. Number four, Stickam.com. Now, Stickam has a little bit of a reputation of being juvenile. And I've seen some people uh, say that they have seen far too many body parts on Stickam to consider using it. Now, Stickam does have uh, policies on what they will and won't allow, but it can be hard to enforce these. And consequently, Stickam and, to an extent, Justin.tv have a lower reputation in the world of live streaming video. And 
any of these services could potentially be blocked, but most likely uh, Ustream and possibly Justin.tv might be blocked by conservative internet filters where they're trying to block out the pornography and other junk out there, or even sometimes just social networks. If it's blocking social networks, all of these might be blocked. But again, your results might vary. So you could check out stickam.com. Something I've liked about Stickam is that although you can hack the embed code on most of these other things to change the size or make it automatically play and all of this, in Stickam, when you are choosing your code to embed it, you have all of these features right there for how you can change the embed code. And I really like that. And it makes it easy for you so you don't have to mess with the code. You can change the dimensions, whether you want it to automatically play, and some of the colors too. Livestream.com, you can also change the embed code, but it's not right there with the embed code. There are a couple options later that you can get. Now, here are some lesser known services, but that you could also continue using. TinyChat.tv is attempting to be extremely simplistic. So it has very, very little customization. And in fact, this service you forces you to use their chat room instead of using your own chat room. Their embed code comes with their chat room. So if you don't like their chat room, then you're out of luck or you just have to go somewhere else from besides tinychat.tv. But it is very simple and uh, in some ways. Blogtv.com is another service, and I've heard that many famous bloggers have really brought fame to this as well as they've uh, chosen to use it for live streaming. And understandably, because of its name, blogtv.com makes it sound like it's for bloggers and designed especially for them. You can check that out at blogtv.com. Another site, Vocal.com. Now, it's spelled, of course, Web 2.0-like, so it's V-O-K-L-E.com, very similar to the other services. There's Bamboozer.com, which is B-A-M-B-U-S-E-R.com. Similar to the other sites, again, but something they offer that I haven't seen the other sites offer is that if you use Bamboozer.com, You can actually live stream your video to Facebook. So if you embed it in Facebook, people will be able to watch your live video on Facebook, not have to visit your site. Now, it's best for them to visit your site, but this possibility of sending the video where people are, or if you're from around here, I would say where people are at, then This is a great option for you to be able to do that. And this is why you should remind people, hey, come visit the show notes or the live uh, podcast chat room over at mypodcast.com slash live. Just like I would tell you right now, if you want to visit the live show, and we do this every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern over at noodle.mx, live chat room over there and the live streaming video and audio of this. And lastly on this list of video, at least this list that I have, is Fredocast.com. That's F-R-E-E-D-O-C-A-S-T.com. Very similar to the other services, except that I haven't been able to get my account registered just yet. It's very weird that it's not quite working for me yet, so I can't speak too much to their service. 
So nine different services that you can use to live stream your video, Ustream.tv, Justin.tv, Livestream.com, Stickam.com, TinyChat.tv, BlogTV.com, Vocal.com, V-O-K-L-E.com, Bamboozer.com, and Fritocast.com. The links to all of these will be in the show notes over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 45. Now, have you used any of these? Have you used something I didn't include on the list? I want to know your feedback on these services. If you've used them for broadcasting or if you've seen them used as you've watched someone else, what were your impressions? What did you like? What did you not like? Please, 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 please send me your feedback. And if we get enough feedback on all of these services, I would love to just do a whole episode including everyone's reviews and ratings of these different services and different experiences that they've had. So please send that to me feedback at noodle.mx or call 859-353-4332 or leave a comment in the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 45. If you email, by the way, it would also be awesome if it be an audio file. Just understand your feedback might be edited for clarity or brevity and keep your audio feedback to shorter than three minutes. So all of those services that you can use for video, many of them I've tried and I couldn't get them to work because I'm using OS 10 10.7 Lion. In OS 10 Lion, they've changed the security and certain settings having to deal with Adobe Flash Player. So in order to make many of these services work, what you have to do in OS X Lion is go up to your start menu, click system preferences, then go to the, uh, under the section that's labeled other at the bottom, find flash player, click on that, and then in flash player, it's the second tab from the left is camera and mic. Click on that and then click the button camera and microphone settings by site. And you have to add the site here as an exception to allow camera and mic access. And depending on what site you're using, it might just be something as simple as uh, Ustream.tv or, for example, on Bamboozer.com, I had to add static.bamboozer.com instead of just Bamboozer.com. And it won't work unless you do this. And what I mean by won't work is it will, if you go to the site, it will say, do you want to allow this site to act? Do you want to allow such and such domain? Remember whatever that domain is. That's what you'll enter here. But it will ask you, do you want to allow this or deny it? And you can't click anything. Now, several of these sites, or some of them, I've gotten them to work just by adding this exception and to say allow. However, others, I got it to get rid of the allow or deny message, but I couldn't make them work on my computer. And I just wasn't able to give enough time to keep testing these things. But blogtv.com and stickem.com were two services I just could not get to work, uh, even after adding these exceptions. So 
your results may vary. And if you're on Windows, then, well, you don't have this issue. You don't have this uh, new weird Apple security thing and anti-Adobe Flash that it seems Apple has implemented. And this is whatever browser you're using. It works this way. Chrome, Firefox, Safari on the Apple side. But that's just an OS X line. So let me know uh, how your results work and what you did to get it to work. If you want to broadcast as just audio and not do video, but present an audio-only option, either just because you don't have a camera or you don't want people to see your face, or if uh, maybe you want to be considerate to people with lower bandwidth so that they're not downloading video, but they're just listening to the audio, but they can still listen live and interact live on your live page then I recommend that you have an audio-only option. Even if you already have a video option, you could still present an audio-only option so they could stop the video and play just the audio instead. There are two services that you can do this audio-only. Well, there are several other services probably. First, what you could do is you could hack, in a sense, hack any of the previously mentioned services to not send out your video, but to only send out audio. I know you can do it with Ustream, with Livestream, and a couple of the others. You just tell it, don't send the the video. And then you have to change the player height so that it hides the video portion of the player and you only see the player controls down at the bottom, like the play, pause, volume controls, and all of that. There are a couple little glitches in doing it this way. Uh, So I don't recommend it. And it's it's a little bit unnecessary. Actually, it's quite unnecessary, I think, because of now some of the tools that exist in other ways. Number one resource I recommend if you're going to broadcast audio only is Mixler at mixlr.com. They offer a free plan and a paid plan, and it's very nice quality audio, and the paid plan is even higher quality audio at a very decent price, and they let uh, you record through their site and download if you're using their paid plan. But this gives you the option to have audio only on your website. I've heard people say that Mixler makes it mobile friendly. And I think I even said that on a recent episode of the Audacity to Podcast. However, I actually went to Mixler, looked at their code, and they're using an embed, an object code, object tags and embed tags, which means they're using Flash. And Flash is not mobile friendly. So I've sent them a message to try and get some clarification on this. It could be that it's something like, well, if your people go to Mixler.com slash whatever the link is to your show, that it works on their mobile devices without Flash. But at least right now, the embed code that they are offering is not mobile-friendly. Maybe the paid version is mobile-friendly, but the free version is not mobile-friendly. It does require Flash. But still, this is an option that you could use as audio-only on your site. And there's also Blog Talk Radio. Now, Blog Talk Radio, I don't recommend most of their other services, and it seems like they don't offer a free plan anymore. It's a little confusing there. But you can embed that, and it is designed primarily around audio, so you could embed that on your site. You have to schedule your show, and it's uh, kind of low-quality audio if you're going to do it free, I believe. 
but uh, you can check that out. Now, there might be other services out there that work really well, and I'd love to hear from you what those services are, either for video or audio. Check out uh, the audacity to podcast.com slash 45 to see my list and add to it and tell me what you think of these services. Send your feedback to feedback at noodle.mx or call 859-353-4332. Now, what do you do with all of this stuff? So this is these are a bunch of services that you could choose from. And I might have just overwhelmed you. If you're not sure which service to use, I'd recommend Ustream.tv or Livestream.com. That's what I recommend right now. And I'm going to be testing Livestream.com more thoroughly for how do you work with that. But when you have decided on a service that you're going to use, how do you get that on your site? Well, let's take uh, Ustream.tv for example as we work through this. And I'll have screenshots of how to do this over at the audacity to podcast.com slash 45. But if you have a Ustream account, and it's very similar on the other services as well. So uh, the links buttons just might be somewhere else. But the main thing you want to look for is your embed link and embed code. On some sites, if it doesn't work in one place, go somewhere else on the site where they have uh, it and you'll be able to see that. So what you want to do, at least on Ustream and on your other sites too, is you want to get to the page that has your channel. So I'm going to Ustream.com and going to my channel page. And I can see my video there. Nursery school teacher. Lights, camera. And the ads, as you just heard, (laughs) pre-roll ad there. And there are options in my profile that I can change or not change, but I can embed this into my site. So when I know that my video is working, there's a little link right underneath the video that says embed. When you click that, it gives you three different options. You can copy either just the URL, which is the link to Ustream's page. You don't want that unless you want people to visit Ustream instead of your site. You want to send them to your site. So don't copy just the URL. But underneath that, you'll also see there is there are two other embed links. And again, this may vary depending on the service that you've chosen. But the first link on Ustream is just the video. The second link is just the chat room, the Ustream chat room. So what you want is copy that embed code for the video. And there are ways that you can customize this more if you go into your channel and change your channel through the Ustream uh, interface so that you are customizing like the size or the different options and all of this. But take that code, then go over to your website. Let's assume you're using WordPress. So we'll go to, in my example, we're going to go to the audacitypodcast.com slash wp-admin is generally how you log into your site if you have WordPress on your site. 
So log into your site and you want your live stuff to be on a web page, not a post. So go over to the left side of your WordPress admin and go to pages and click add new page because we don't want a post that'll just disappear in the blog, but we want a page that is static and we can link to from anywhere else. Once you add that page, name it something. Live is a good name for it. So name it live or whatever you want to call it. And in your spot where you are entering the information where you would normally write a blog post or show notes, change it from visual to HTML. When you're in HTML tab, just paste your code and you'll see all of this junk that goes in there. You'll see, in this case of Ustream, you'll see uh, an object tag, some param tags, and embed tags, and all of this stuff in there, including at the very end something else that is an A tag, and it's a link back to Ustream. Now, I don't want to link back to Ustream. I don't want it to say streaming by Ustream. So I suggest select that last bit of the code where it would normally probably be something like A, href, and a bunch of other stuff. Select that and delete it. Then you could be done right here. This is your live page with just the video. Then just click publish and it will publish it. But I would recommend that you first save the draft and then click the preview button so that you could see what this looks like on your site. And do you really like the way it looks? Do you like how it's functioning on your site? Or is it, uh, is it not playing right away? Is it uh, not displaying what you want it to display? Now, there are a couple things in the code that we can look for. And in general, this stuff applies to other players if they don't give you these options. If you have a live page, I highly recommend that when you go to that live page, the video automatically plays. If you don't have that option when you're getting the embed code, here's how you can change it. Look at your embed code. You might have to stare at it for a little while. Look for where it says autoplay, and it's most likely in there. You'll see a spot that says param name equals flash vars value equals you might see some random stuff but in there you will probably see autoplay equals false and amp semicolon and it might say other stuff change that so it says autoplay equals true then don't change it just in that one spot look also a little bit down further in the code and you'll see where it says embed flash vars equals autoplay equals false. Change that one to true as well. And the code might be a little bit different depending on what you are working with. And I'll have this sample code that you'll be able to see so that you can uh, change this or get the idea of how this works for you. Similarly, if you can't change the width and height of your player uh, through their interface, 
and change it for your own site, then you can come in here and you see in this code where it says width equals a number, height equals a number as well. And you can change it to the width and height that you want. Keep in mind that it needs a little extra space for the player controls at the bottom of your video. So figure out however tall those are. It might be 16 pixels. It might be 32 pixels. It might be whatever. Make sure that you accommodate for that when you're setting your width and height of the video. Try to keep things proportional so you're not stretched or so that there isn't blank space on the top or the right sides of your video, but it's full screen there in your little uh, panel and playing there. You could also put this same code into a widget because widgets are designed to accept HTML code. But if you put it in a widget, it will display everywhere on your website. And if you have this playing automatically, then that means whenever someone visits your website, the video will play automatically. And I don't really recommend that because that can get annoying, especially if someone is on your site listening live and they decide to browse other parts of your site. Then they're going to start hearing you twice or three times or multiple times. I don't recommend that you put this in a widget. Uh, Now, if you at this time on August 8th, 2011. If you go to noodle.mx slash live, you will see that the player is in a widget on the sidebar. That's going to change soon. There are a lot of things I wasn't happy with what I did and choices I made on noodle.mx, but I'll be fixing those soon and uh, recommend that you don't make the same mistakes that I did in my rush just to get stuff out a long time ago and never had time to reapproach them. But now that I'm self-employed, I can fix this stuff finally. So then when you get all of this done, you save it or publish it and just make sure it's linked to from your page. Now you would do the same similar thing for embedding a chat room onto your page, but you might do things a little bit different. And we'll talk more about putting a chat room on your page next time. So after you've saved your live page, you want to make sure that people can get to it. If you're running the latest version of WordPress, which at this time is WordPress 3.2, but 3.1 and even 3.0 offer this, and that is custom menus. Go to, on the left side of your WordPress admin, where it says appearance, you might have to expand that down and click on menus. When you uh, go to the menus section, that allows you to change what your menus are on your page. Find over on the left side, there's a little spot that says pages, and you can place a check mark on the page that you want and add it to your menu and just place it where you want it in your menu. Depending on the theme that you're using, they might have a different way that you're supposed to work with your menus, in which case your results will vary. But this is the way that most things are designed to start going is that they're using the official WordPress menus instead of using their own proprietary things or automatically generated things. If you don't, if you didn't automatically create your own, let me try that again. If you didn't create your own custom menu to be the default navigation of your site, then WordPress by default will display every page as a menu item. So if you create a new page, it will, by default, display in uh, the menu of your site. 
then just make sure that you link to it, tell people about it, tell people visit mypodcast.com slash live to hear me live. If you're on Twitter, tweet about it all the time, well, not all the time, but just before you start, uh, as you're starting, maybe even while you're doing it, tweet ahead of time so people can make time in their schedule to come listen live. And that way you can get people coming, engaging, and interacting with you through the chat room, listening live, and uh, being a part of your website and a part of your community and getting to know each other through this. So uh, if you are working with a different site like Mixler, for example, on Mixler, if you're logged into Mixler.com, click on the widgets section of the menu at the top. That's where you get, they call it a widget, or it's the same thing. It's the embeddable code for your site. And where do you want to embed is the first question that it asks. And you're presented with the option of a website or blog, a a WordPress.com blog, that's where it's not hosted by you, or Facebook. And pick the option that's appropriate for you. You can change some of your uh, features and such as the width and whether you want it to start playing automatically, which I do suggest for your live page, not for the other pages or widgets. And then it gives you some code and you can do the exact same thing. Copy that code and paste it into the HTML section of a page, not the visual section, but the HTML section. Then just publish the page and make sure that everything looks good and it's all there for you to be able to point people to that page so that they can visit the page, see you, hear you, interact with you in real time as you're recording your podcast. So I hope that's made sense for you. Go to the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 45 to get the links to all of these services I've mentioned, and I'll be adding to those links so that you can... um, Uh, as people suggest other things. And please, please send in a review, send in your thoughts of any of these services, especially if you want to suggest something else as a good service. Send in your thoughts, the pros, the cons, and uh, what the service is and how to get to it and all of that, and uh, what you like about it. Um, Not just its pros and cons, but what you like about it and uh, why uh, you think others would benefit from it. And if you haven't used the service, but you've been a participant or you've seen other people use the service, please recommend that too. For now, we'll look at just things that are free to be able to save you money. I know there are many, many paid options out there. Like Amazon offers a great service that can actually be quite affordable um, depending on the size of your audience. And it's very high quality. But right now we're looking at just free options for you. So check that out in the show notes over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 45. Additionally, I'd like your feedback on what kind of chat rooms that you have had experience with and like embedding in your sites, because this is what we'll talk about next time, or uh, depending on the feedback, maybe the time after that, is how to put a chat room on your live page. It could be Chatango or Ustream or certain services from these different places. And there are certain things to consider even with the compatibility and with chat rooms. So if you have some suggestions, again, send that to feedback at noodle.mx 
or leave a comment on the show notes, the slash live, or call in to 859-353-4332 and leave your audio comments to shorter than three minutes and that way it won't get cut off. Now, one last thing I want to uh, remind you of is that I do this uh, self-employment thing, self-employment thing. I am fully self-employed and uh, I would love to design stuff for you and for your podcast. And I've been recently focusing on designing podcast cover art for people. And I'm really happy that I've gotten uh, three opportunities to design podcast cover art and even some header images for people. And I've placed that in my portfolio now. So check out podcastcoverart.com. It's currently only $150 and I design custom podcast artwork for you or podcast cover art as it's really called. And you can check out what I've done for others and get an idea of how I could do something awesome for you too. And there's a request form there that asks you some questions about your podcast so I get a better idea of what you want right with your request. And uh, we can go from there in services that you'd like. Check it out. Especially check out the latest three podcasts that I've designed cover art for. It's Waves of Tech, Kernels of Wheat, which hasn't started yet but is about to start soon, and the Mark in Russia podcast. And all three of these have been very fun to design the cover art for. And the people who ordered them are very pleased with their services. And that uh, makes it all the worthwhile that they are happy with the services I gave them. And uh, I hope, too, that if you hire me to do stuff for you, that you would be happy with the services that I would give you. And so try me. Check it out at Podcast Cover Art dot com and check out what i can do for you over there again if you haven't heard the last episodes about how to live stream your podcast recording sessions visit the audacity to podcast.com to check out those and see what you might have missed or listen to things over again while you're there at the audacity to podcast.com please make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast. There's the giant subscribe button there on the front page for subscribing in iTunes. And there are other buttons for subscribing in the other services that you might like, like Stitcher or Miro or just the RSS feed if you'd prefer to put that into your own program. So please subscribe. Follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle and check out the other podcasts as part of the Noodle Mix Network. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Thank you so much for listening. The Audacity Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts at noodle.mx. Podcasts with clean comedy or Christian movie reviews with critical thinking and Christian worldview and more to come. Check it out at noodle.mx, the Noodle Mix Network at noodle.mx. The Audacity Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here at techpodcast.com.